Well, that sounds awkward. It's going to be super awkward, but um, for the first time, I'm actually like, I am a little nervous, but I'm actually kind of excited to see what kind of shit show awaits me. Yeah, I, I don't mean, it's gonna quite be weird. understand it all. So you're, you're gonna have to. Lay yeah, it out I'll tell you. I'll yes, I'll be this. very circumspect about it, but it's a. Uh, it's going to be super uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, perfect. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A lot to talk about today. But first off, thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. That is a great way. If you're going to be buying from Amazon anyway, might as well click on that. So, link. I mean, you might feel like a monster from going, you know, buying something from Amazon, but then know that you're supporting a small business. By going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on that link. Do that at the same time. <laughs> so just go to the website, click on that link on whatever device you've got. All right, so let's let's like talk about what this is that that you're doing. So to explain, you know, you have your side job, which is, uh, of course, uh, being a, a, a real, real estate, estate agent. agent. Yes, correct. As you're rapidly going into that uh, that world, it is. It's fun. I got to show actually this really rad condo uh, downtown yesterday. The um, the people ended up not wanting to buy it, but. I went to this place. It's this old building on Northwest 16th and Burnside called the Empress. Okay. And it is so the like Empress sounds it's called, fancy, dude. It's so amazing. So I went in there. I mean, it's like definitely it's well loved, and you can tell like a lot of like crazy shit over the years has happened. So it was built in 1927. Okay. Um, of like crazy like the Overlook Hotel like carpets going like up the stairs and the hallways and stuff. It kind of reminded me a bit of my apartment. Well, that seems like it would be haunted. Oh, super haunted. But it was um, incredible. So you go inside and like uh, if you look in the lobby, there's this giant fireplace that's like ornately decorated with all these different um, like tiles and things. There's chandeliers and old like fancy light fixtures everywhere. Oh, see, I don't know if that sounds I, really cool. It was amazing. But also like I would constantly be kind of creeped out. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was super creepy and Beautiful, and it had one of those old timey elevators that you know has the door that opens and shuts, but you have to slide the um, oh, you know, the two like I- the iron cage together. Yeah, yeah. So it had one of those. Was and- there like a, a door person or? No, no. But there's a code to get in, and then I was showing a place. That it was just um, it just didn't end up being the proper fit for it. But it was an incredible building, and I swear you go in there, and it totally felt like old Portland because it still has like that that unique like not dingy but like the rustic. That sounds like old charm. pretty much anywhere. Exactly. I mean, but you look like from the place I was looking at, you'd look over like downtown Portland. Wow. And it was pretty neat. Yeah. So it was just like a studio apartment, but it reminded me a lot of like my first apartment. So huh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's kind of interesting. Oh, by the way, it is September 16th, oh, 2020, God. Wednesday in the year of our apocalypse and Portland, Oregon is still immensely covered in smoke. Uh, so that is where we're at right now. I have been outside twice in the last couple of days once to move my vehicle and i opened the door to get the mail or maybe take out the trash maybe three times that's the only times you've been outside yeah in the last like three days or so i mean all the smoke's seeping into my house so everything smells like smoke now oh man And i think i breathed too much too much of it in that is the one so good thing like, about... So it's like, it's making me not feel very good. I'm oh, feeling kind okay. of sick. Well, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people do. And you do have an older house and... Well, in the basement do... especially because that's where I'm at all day. And it's like the smoke's leaking in there. So I'm like inhaling it all day long. Well, no wonder you and... feel like shit. Yeah, I don't feel well. Oh, yeah. Because in my apartment, like even though it's old, it's like I am kind of in the middle of it. And all my windows are super sealed. And it's like, a, you know, like yeah. a lot of hallways to get in. So I, it's not leaking into my apartment. Well, I think part of the reason is too the 
because the furnace broke at the very beginning of the summer, and I was like, I got plenty of time to fix that. Didn't anticipate the world to burn down and everything be covered in smoke, so I can't, so it's, the air's not circulating. So I got to get that. I okay, hadn't planned because well, I had like two more so months. Much I had another month at least to get that fixed. So you have no air movement in your house whatsoever, and it's just being slowly permeated with very hazardous air. Yeah, my, my head, my entire body does not feel well right now. But I think that's just what it's from. Oh, that's exactly what it's from. That's what it's like. It's like nausea, headaches. Yeah. um, Like you, like exhaustion, but then also you can't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a combo of all of that stuff. Yeah. It's pretty nasty stuff. I mean, Um, this is, this is a monumentous moment in time. I mean, because this is like, when people look back, like we're in a pandemic during the wildfires while there's. Yeah. So you can't go anywhere. Like I haven't have fresh air. And I don't no, know but how I'm saying, long. This is a legit like actual concern. fresh air. There's, yeah. there's, yeah, there's. I have friends who are no fresh air. who are buying plane tickets just to get out of Oregon, yeah. just so they can go and breathe air and bumfuck wherever. Yeah, I had some friends who took a one way trip to Minneapolis just oh, yeah. to try to just like with no plans, just like to go there just to be away from. Do you remember when stuff? we used to laugh at that story about the lady who would sell bottled oxygen? I know. Well, we still had the business. Breathe, breathe, Oregon. That wouldn't be a good business I don't right think now. Anyone though. wants to breathe our air. Oh my now. god, we gotta put. Well, that's not something I would want to be capitalizing on. But um, original, yeah, actual clean Oregon air when that was a thing. That was a thing. Oh man, <laughs> once upon a time, I created a logo for that and everything. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway. Oh yeah. So anyway, so uh, I get to see like see a lot of cool places. I swear, like that. If anyone is looking for a studio apartment, it has kind of a high HOA, but it was really cool looking. Let me know. I want to know somebody who lives in there because I want to hang out in there felt super haunted yeah see and i don't think i could handle gorgeous it. it'd, it'd be just too haunted for me like i would love to see it i love the idea of it but i just don't see myself necessarily it, living there because of the fact that yeah I would it looked like, like any like cool apartment building that you would see in the mid 90s mm-hmm. and so it kind of felt like a new york or that there's a serial killer living down the hall mm, probably yeah it was really cool yeah so it's yeah, that. But that, that i mean i'm sure it looks amazing oh yeah yeah no, it was it was super neat. But um and then so today I this is why I do like real estate because well you get to like meet a bunch of interesting people and like make new friends and also you get to see a bunch of weird you know like cool things and weird things and you also get to be in well this is just going to be my first time to be in a super awkward position. <laughs> so um this is so I am showing some of my clients today this house um somewhere in Oregon. And I've been talking back and forth to the listing agent uh, about this particular property. And he has informed me that the tenant in this property, which I will give no specifics to or about the tenant, the tenant who is living in this property in Oregon um, is refusing to leave the house for showings because um, like basically they don't want to leave because the person who owns the house wants to sell the house. So it's not their house. It's not their they're house. They're renting. They are renting. And they don't want the person to sell it, so they're making it difficult. So they're making it, a making it incredibly a... difficult Interesting. For, for people to see the house. It's now, kind of I like have... a stepbrother situation. It totally 100% when the, is. When so they didn't want, <laughs> want the house is, sold. This is a house that I saw um, quite, a, quite a bit ago, and it's a beautiful home, minus the fact that this particular person who is in the house has basically like trashed the inside so that it's um you know um something somebody's opinion like legally distinct from mine. Like it's very messy. Like stuff everywhere and 
dirty dishes and th- like clothes, like, um, uh, like covering all surfaces. It was like the messiest place I think I have ever like seen. Well, not 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 in life, but I mean showing houses. Okay. So um, these particular clients want to go back and check it out again because it's still on the market. It's um, you know, minus the whole tenant nightmare thing. It is, you know, it's a, it's a good area and it's it's a nicer house. So I've been talking back and forth um, to the listing agent, kind of trying to figure out what the situation is. And so we have a showing today. So uh, they just let me know. <laughs> he was like, so just so you know, um, the tenant is refusing to leave. So they are going to be there. When you are showing the house. What, are they going to, like, follow you around? Are they going to stage, like, bodies, I like, body tape on the ground? No, or like, because legally... How are they doing this? Because legally, like, I've never seen this because there are so many tenant-occupied places that I've shown before. This is the first time ever that I have ever had to deal with the fact that the tenant, like, the listener is like, I have nothing legally that I can do. The tenant won't leave. So they are going to be there while you are showing the house. So you can't... You can't make them leave while the house is being shown. No. And, and they, sure, they like were... the eviction thing, that's a whole process. So, wow, that's going to be awkward as hell. Yeah, I know. So I'm super, I mean, so this is when, yeah, and it wasn't like trash, not like holes in the walls and stuff. It was just, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they are going to be there. So I'm kind of trying to think about like what I should wear or how I can look because I, I like I'm gonna put on my real estate best today to look like you know don't fuck with me uh-huh. I am you know badass real estate agent lady so um yeah I'm a little nervous about it because I don't really like confrontation but at the same time I'm protecting my clients and I'm not gonna let some jerk bully them into feeling uncomfortable yeah yeah because I mean it's not that person's house and they've sure. known and it's been on the market now for a while they've known they have. They've had ample time, you know, to write something else. And, uh, yeah, so they are going to be there this afternoon, and it is going to be so uncomfortable. So I'm, try- I'm trying to think about what they're going to try to do. Are you prepared for, like, surprises of what they could possibly be um, be uh, doing? I or- mean, I don't know what they're going to be doing. Is this something they're going to be, like, making food or, like, following us around? So I'm trying to think of things that, that somebody would do in order to make it, like, unattractive. And that's why I went to the stepbrothers thing because in stepbrothers, you know, they, they, well, one time they dress up in like a KKK outfit and then they, a Nazi outfit. But oh, I, mean, I forgot about that. Because they don't want the house to sell. And so they're trying to fuck up the sale by just making it as unattractive as well, possible. See, a lot of, uh, and then they've got a dead body wrapped in plastic. One of them's like pretending to be dead. See, a lot like, of is like, that, is that the kind of stuff that no, we're going to be No, because a lot of, like in real estate, it's staging. So, I mean, this is just like the anti-staging. So basically what you do is you declutter and you try to um, depersonalize a place. So that way, when someone's looking at the house, they can envision themselves in it and yeah. not see someone else living there. What this person has done is the exact opposite of that. That's what they're I mean. Like, That's yeah. what I want to talk about. Like, like you should be prepared for what you, this is mine. What you could be seeing. Like they're going to leave their personal items probably everywhere. Like they're going to tell you that because like, they can't make rooms off limits, can they? Um, I will say the last time that we showed the house, um, they had a couple of the doors locked. How are they allowed to do that? I if it's don't for sale? know. Uh, like I've talked to the to the listing agent, and I, I don't know. It was very so. I mean, so at least the person will be there this time, so I can ask them if one of the doors are locked. I mean, you should probably get used to that because this person's not going to be um, not going to want to work with you. I'm going to imagine. Oh no! 
So are you prepared to like handle that? To how like how are you going to handle that? That kind I don't of give it. I don't give a shit what this person thinks. My people. No, are but my I mean, people. so so you no. Should... That's what that's actually like. Usually, I, <laughs> I shy away. Bakersfield from... just says they're in the house cooking hot fish right now. Oh <laughs> my gosh! See, that's some of the things that I would think about. Like if I didn't want somebody to buy the house, definitely cook something that's just gnarly. So the house, the whole house smells of that. Leave like <laughs> Super uncomfortable like items of clothing like places. That like, like I wonder what it's where you walk be. in. And you're like, oh, I shouldn't be in here. Like, are they going to follow um, us around? Or are they just going to stay in a corner? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm trying to think of the things that I would do. You know, also maybe hmm, if I really wanted this house not to sell, like you'd have all those other things I can think about, I guess. But just leave awkward items all over the place. So it's just uncomfortable. Like what kind of awkward well, items? I don't want to say what awkward items. I think we can all figure out what kind of awkward items you could leave that would make somebody where you walk in a room and you're like, I shouldn't be in here. Like, it's just, oh, this is this is gross. Yeah. You know, something like that. You could do that kind of things. Yes. Two people in the chat guessed it immediately what I was trying to say. I think we I all think know what I'm saying. I think everybody knows what you're trying to say. Awkward personal <laughs> items that are used for uh, intimate reasons. Uh, so you could do that. Um, You so- could... So one of the most... No, okay, I'll tell you, tell you something else. What? What we used to do when... Um, so we, we, this was in college, when like Jehovah's, uh, like Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons, and, and this is nothing against anybody who's religious, whatever, but you know, the people who come knocking on the door. Yeah. Um, usually, actually, it's the, the ones that are telling you you're going to hell. I think it's Jehovah's Watchtower. The Watchtower. Oh, Watchtower people. They have all like the fun pamphlets. I can't remember who those are. And the are. chick tracts. Yeah. But so they would uh, they would come over, and what... What I would do, me and, me and Dave, we'd see them coming down like the apartment complex. So you'd know they were coming your way. And so we'd wait and we'd put porn on the television and and have like Slayer ready to just play as soon as they came. And then they knock on the door and we have the TV aimed right at the porn and turn on Slayer and then just be like the nicest we could be. Just like so nice. Like, hey, how's it going? Oh, that's, yeah, I, we would love to talk. We would love to talk. Would you like to come in, like have a seat? You know, we can get you something to drink. Like, let's talk about this. And oh, and they would wow. always be like, no, nope, nope, nope. We're good. And they would turn around and walk off. <laughs> no, we don't like, want any of this. Like, we would go over the top of being nice. There would just happen to be porn and Slayer on. Porn and Slayer. Porn Perfect. and Slayer. Yeah, it was like the double whammy. So maybe there'll be something like that when you show up. Maybe they can go that route. Can I tell you the most awkward thing? And again, this is these are clients that I've never spoken about before. These are completely different from anyone that I've mentioned on the show before. So this is a completely different set of people. So these particular clients actually know the tenant. And the tenant doesn't know that my clients know them and they them. So this is going to Wait, be what? extra super awkward. All right. So the house that I am showing to my clients, my clients know the tenant who won't leave. But the tenant who How? won't. Okay. Uh, yes. In, in an area that they live in. Okay. However, the tenant who is refusing to leave does not know that they know my clients, but they'll figure it out when we go there this afternoon. Wait, does... So that... The, the person the, the person who is refusing know to clients, leave knows my clients but they don't know that they're coming yeah exactly the tenant doesn't know the clients are coming correct oh that so adds another it layer it is going to be another layer of awkward so this person's like set this house up to be like you know unattractive unattractive yes i mean yeah not not 
I we don't it's for satirical purposes, but I mean, yes. it's unattractive. No, I mean, it's I'm super unattractive. There's stuff everywhere. In everywhere, you know, but I mean, I'm saying they Ew. made it. Well, I mean, we can be Correct. honest. Like, they're making it so it's unattractive to buy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think you have to worry about protecting anybody. Yeah. Um. So, with that, though, <laughs> that's still going to be extra, extra awkward. So, this person well, is going think... to open the door and ready to be combative and ready to be, like, unhelpful and trying to get this place not to sell. And then... This person's going to see that. Oh, I know you two. Like, so they did. Do they know each other in like a social situation? Like they know each other uh, peripherally. Like okay. they know each other. They they are familiar with each other. They know each other. Um, oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> it's going to be so. And I wish you could live stream this. There's also the question, like, it, since you know the person's going to be there, do I knock on the door? Do I access the key box? I mean, I don't know exactly how I'm supposed to do it because if I know that they're in there, like, do I use the you know the sentry lock and and use their key or do i just in? knock on their door i mean they know you're coming at a certain time right yeah i guess you i mean knock this on is the, door. the this is the first ever that i'm having to deal with this it is so, so I mean, why would you so even weird. want to be there i know other than to make it miserable i think it's into an intimidation factor yeah i think that it might backfire on this person once they realize that they know the people that i'm showing the house to I mean, that is just a whole nother level of embarrassing. Oh. Or maybe this person doesn't have any shame and it's not going to bother them. So Maybe not. Either way, this is going to be <laughs> really interesting. Like, that's the kind of awkward I want to see. I want to see that awkward in person. I know. Well, see, this is the kind of awkward I can deal with because I want to protect my people and I'm not going to let them be pushed around by somebody whose you know, property it's no, not. No, like, of, yeah. course, of course you're not. No, because I mean, usually uh, like, I, I thought you'd be proud of me because usually I'd be like nervous about this and I'm like, oh, no, I'm ready. No, you are. You're, yeah, I know. I know you're not going to mess around on that. But I think, what are you going to do though? Because you're going to have to take. Oh, friendly. I'm going to be friendly. What if this person's just totally an asshole? To I don't care. Yeah, they're not my client. Yeah. Are you going to comment on things if you see stuff like? <laughs> what? I uh, like. Um, like, how are you going? Hmm. I'm trying to debate on what. What do you do in this situation? Because I mean, if you're. Um. Uh, like you don't want to be combative. You don't want to be under. I'm trying to think if you want to like slide in some remarks. No, no, no. I do not. I do not care about the tenant. I just, but I just want to get through it because I want them to be able to see the house, figure out if they like it or not, and then get the fuck out. What of are you going to say if the door's locked? I, then I'll. Uh, I have an appointment. I mean, I have a scheduled appointment. Then I will open the lockbox and get out the key. No, if a door's locked up within the house. There's a room locked. Well, I'll ask them to unlock it. What if they say no? Then it's going to be very uncomfortable. Then I'll have to probably call the listing agent, who will have to call the sellers, who will then probably have to tell the listing agent to tell the tenant that they need to unlock the doors. Oh, man. Do it, though. And then sit oh, there. I will. And sit there and wait for the whole process to go through. Oh, I will. This, this whole thing is just levels of embarrassing. And this, it's just going to be... So awkward. Like, if they won't open the door, do yeah, go through that entire process. Oh, yeah. Unless my clients don't want me to. I mean, if they if they want to see the rooms that are locked, then I absolutely. Oh, I think you want to see do the that. Rooms but that are but if you want to okay. trust me, everybody wants to see the rooms that are locked. <laughs> everybody wants to see those rooms. Oh boy. And especially if that's one hundred percent like legally, totally fine, and which it is. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean if given, you're renting a place and yeah. they're, they're given notice, yeah, well that's, over that's 20, just how it is. Yeah, well over 24 hours notice. Yeah, that's how it is. because The house is on the market. Uh, the tenant has been notified. I have a scheduled 
in writing appointment. Yeah, you're 100% in the right here. Yeah, I know. Um, ooh, okay. So uh, that's what I'm doing That'll this afternoon, so wish me luck. That's but anyway, I'm going to dress like super fancy. I'm going to wear my pants. Uh, my... You wear a pantsuit? Yeah, that striped one that I have. That's a jumpsuit. I don't know. I wore it to a bingo thing a long time. Remember you made fun of me? It has the black and white stripes on it. What did I say? I don't know. I think did you say you look like a referee or a zebra? I don't know. Probably something. It wasn't you just insulted I me. I did say something. Mm-hmm. What was it that I said? I, I don't know. I can't keep all of your insults. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Uh, I do kind of remember something about that. Well, anyway, I'm wearing that because it looks super classy on me. And it has like a big belt and I have my nice sandals. I've painted my toenails. I'm like... I'm washing my, I'm taking a full body shower. You're going to wash your hair? I'm going to wash my hair. Wow. When's the last time that happened? Shut up. I did it yesterday. I don't know. I'm not. I just shut try up. To wash it. You're the one that always brags about not washing your hair. I just try to wash it like hair. every other day. Every other day. Okay. So I'm going to, yeah, wash the hair. Try and look as fancy as I can. I'm sure you will. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Um, so wish me luck. I wish you could live stream this <laughs> or record know. this. I just want to see like reactions. I want to see faces. Like this is a reality show I would watch. If you could add in this kind of awkwardness. Oh, I know. It's like such a level awkward of moments awkward. are what I want. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know this person. I don't know anything about them. Except for they won't leave. So. So good. So good. Yeah. Oh, God. It kind of yeah makes my stomach flip a little. I love it. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. How you doing? Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg. First up, did you say it? Is it soul? What? S-E-O-U-L. Is that soul? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Seoul, South Korea. Yes. Uh, So a trolley-like robot, which uses artificial intelligence, is delivering food to customers at a restaurant in Seoul in order to minimize human contact and help to ensure social distancing. I wish that they uh, see, would have more. I like more... that idea. I know. I wish they would have more robots here in the states. I would like to have that. Um, the problem is, I don't know if people will actually accept the robots as much. Like, accept them serving them? Yeah. Okay. Well, it Do says. You think? Well, it says shortly after customers use a touch, uh, uh, order through a touch screen on the table. Uh, a robot developed by KT Core brings the food using its simultaneous location and mapping capabilities to avoid obstacles and navigate around customers. So it can deliver food up to four tables at once. See, I fear for the robots because I feel like somebody like you would be abusive to them if they like brought the wrong order. Oh, 100%. Mm. Yes, of course. Well, that's horrible. I mean, I wouldn't be abusive. Like, I'm not going to hit it, but I mean, I You'd would like, be stupid like, stupid robot. You stupid robot. You bring me my meal. Yeah, I mean, I probably would say something like that. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, well, that's Um, happening in different restaurants around the country, but I really want that to happen in Portland. Although I still am waiting for the mannequins in the restaurants, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that's what you wanted more was the mannequins. That's true. Well, anything. So, uh, yes, that's a story that I found on the internet. All right, let's just move on. Notorious B.I.G.'s Plastic Crown has sold at auction for almost $600,000. We all remember that, the famous picture yeah. of him. So the I didn't crown, know it was plastic. Yep. The crown, the plastic crown adorned with plastic jewels, uh, famously worn by Notorious B.I.G. during his last ever photo shoot. I mean, I guess it's not like I thought it was real, but... I mean, I thought it would be metal. 
Yeah, it was plastic. Yeah, but it was plastic, and it sold for almost $600,000 Jesus, at auction come yesterday. on. I mean, that's a great photo. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an amazing photo. It does take it a little bit away from it, though, knowing that it's plastic. I, I'm not going to lie. There's a little bit in there that I'm just like, huh, that takes a little bit out that of it. That was in um, his office in Luke Cage, wasn't it? Yeah. That was Long live the chief. Oh, um, fuck yeah. Yeah, but that... I mean, it shouldn't, clearly... But then again, it kind of does. But $600,000. It it was worth it to somebody. So the item that was signed by Notorious B.I.G. right before his death, just days before his death, in 1997, smashed auction estimates that initially had been valued between $200,000 and $300,000. So this was part of a sizable collection of hip-hop memorabilia that was auctioned off by Sotheby's. That's crazy. $600,000 for a plastic... I mean, granted, I know it's... Peace, but... Oh, I don't know. It was signed though, too. Yeah. Uh, so um, other lots that they that they were selling included a five piece drum kit that was used by Questlove, uh, which was sold for thirty thousand dollars, and one of Slick Rick's diamond eye patches. Now that's badass. Which sold for twenty five thousand dollars. What is that's probably real diamonds too. Yeah, and then a pair of uh, the push it jackets worn by Salt and Peppa in the two thousand fifteen Super Bowl commercial went for just under twenty four thousand dollars. I mean that's cool, but um, Slick Rick's eye patch. Have you ever seen? Do you know who Slick Rick is? Yes, like by visual, but not like musically. Oh man, he is Slick Rick's awesome. See, the one's like super graphic. Uh, no, I wouldn't say Slick Rick. Okay, I think I'm thinking, thinking of. Else. Are you thinking yeah. of Too Short? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, too short. Yeah, too short's pretty graphic. Okay. Yeah. No, Slick Rick dresses with all the chains, and he's got the eye patch, and he's got a um, cane. Like he's badass. Like that's a guy. You know, I'll po- I'll post a picture here. Okay. Of you, Slick Rick. Um, Slick Rick is awesome. All right. Well, that uh, I would sold- love to dress like Slick Rick. Well, elsewhere, a collection of uh, letters written by a teenage Tupac Shakur to a fellow student at the Baltimore School for Arts uh, was also auctioned off, described by the auction house as incredibly sweet and at times steamy. It was a handwritten uh, correspondence between him and a young lady that was sold for $75,000. Huh. Yes. Uh, So Tupac's love letters offered an introspective look at the personality behind the public persona. What Uh, did those letters say? Let's see. Does it does it have like what they actually? It says said? incredible, incredibly sweet, and at times steamy. So that's all it says about. Yeah. It. What does what does that mean? Steamy. Yeah. That's what. I, <laughs> uh, the auction also featured so this various is sexting before text messages. Is what it was. I don't know. Uh, various hip hop inspired inspired luxury goods and uh, contemporary artworks. A collection of eighties and nineties boom boxes turned into an art installation titled "The Wall of Boom" by DJ Ross One was one of the evening's biggest sellers, going for one hundred thirteen thousand dollars. I mean, that's kind of cool, actually. Oh, yeah. If it all works. For $113,000. No, I'm not going to. No, yeah. not, none of this. You know me. Ignore the money value. Yeah. I'm not going to pay that much for anything. Would you pay for this? The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Mansion is listed on Airbnb for five nights only. Wouldn't that be amazing to stay there? That wasn't just a set? No. Well, it's the external shots. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the internal's not like that? Well, I'm sh- I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, it's, it's like most things where the, it's the external and then they build the set for the inside. Yeah. So the California mansion made famous by the external shots in the 1990 to 1996 sitcom, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is being listed on Airbnb uh, by star Will Smith 
So he's listing it in partnership with the house's owners. So he listed it on Airbnb, which coincides with the 30th anniversary of the sitcom, saying the um, the guests who book one of the five available nights at the freshest Los Angeles mansion around will get to spend a night. I'm looking up the mansion right now just to take a look at it. Because I, I don't really remember the outside of it that much. Oh, you don't? That's, I mean, yeah, now that I'm seeing intro, it, it's like, yeah, yeah I, yeah, I do. I do. Oh, we'll get to but... spend the night in a wing of the home that has been decorated in the distinctive 1990s style fa- favored by Will Smith's character. Uh, so he said, my uh, wing of the mansion includes my bedroom, a full bathroom, pool area, an outdoor lounge, and the dining room. All meals are being provided to the guests and served on a silver platter. The mansion is being listed for $30 a night for five nights. Uh, also, a one-off uh, Fresh Prince reunion special featuring all the uh, surviving members of the shows is slated to premiere later this year on HBO. Do they have both of the Aunt Vivs? Uh, oh, did they have two Aunt Vivs? Yeah, there was the first Aunt Viv. Like they had two, um, when are they having Roseanne? Uh, two Beckys. Two Beckys. Yeah, Becky one and then Becky two. And then they had two um, pages, didn't they, on Life Goes On? I don't know. I think they did. Did they? I'm pretty that sure. That was the older sister? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Wasn't Rosanna Arquette one of them once? No, that's wrong. No, too. but it was the girl that looked like her. No, you're thinking of the Wonder Years. The older sister. Had yes. That. Yeah, you're right. she looks a lot like her. You're right. Well, but they was both kind of like the same kind of character. Maybe the Wonder Years had two. They were both like two. kind of hippies. The older sister was like a hippie in both of them, wasn't it? Uh, not in Life Goes On. Oh. In the Wonder Years, she definitely was a hippie. And then what is it? Little House in the Prairie, the one goes blind. I don't know. I'm mixing them all up. But anyway. Uh, all the blonde actresses. Uh, uh, so, yeah, with Viv, though, yeah, there was two different Aunt Vivs. I think the first one was only there for the first season, if I remember. And then they just switched, switched actresses. I think it was like some contract thing or oh. she got in a fight or didn't get along with somebody. I, I can't remember the original story. But, yeah, they switched out Aunt Vivs. Tony just said uh, Will Smith is producing a drama version of The Fresh Prince. This is what I was going to tell you. Bel Air lands so, two-season deal from NBC's Peacock. Okay, so with that, yeah, that, that was what I was going to tell you about. Because do you remember the trailer that came out a long time ago where it was like the dramatic version of Fresh Prince? No. Oh, I'll have to watch it. Watch that. Okay. It's it's really good. But then they're taking that and turning that into like these people who created this trailer, which is really well done. Well, there it's were like some a dramatic, like, very version heartfelt of him in versions of him. Yeah, but of it's that a show, but it, yeah, like, there's not no versions, comedy, but like moments. Comedy though, it's like oh, you know, it's he's all in drama. Philly and he gets in trouble and he gets sent out to California, and you know with his rich cousin and yeah, it's like a dramatic version. And they're yeah, they get they got two seasons huh. based on making that trailer. Uh, that sounds interesting. It sounds interesting. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see if it... We'll have to see if it works. Yeah. The trailer was really well done, though. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, yeah, I do have one more story out of New Jersey. what happened to the first Aunt Viv. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to figure okay, that out. Okay, you can find that out after the show. Everybody needs to know. They do, I'm, They all have the Googles at their fingertips. They can find it if they want it. I promise you. Okay. All right. And did you hear about a bunch of New Jersey people thinking that they saw a UFO on Monday? No. Okay, a bunch of people took to the internet saying that they saw a UFO and took a lot of viral videos circling on so- uh, circulating on social media and it had what? New Jersey residents convinced that they had seen a genuine UFO flying over New Jersey. Let me guess it was a drone or something. It was a good year blimp. <laughs> what? How do you confuse a good year blimp? It's oh moved God. so slow. It's such a New Jersey thing. In a video shared on Twitter, a man the filmed a UFO. UFO. It's a fucking UFO. Expressed his amazement at what he's seeing. This is, and this is 
verbatim what he said. Look at the whole street is fucking stopped. It's a fucking flying spaceship, the man says, <laughs> panning his phone over to show other dumbfounded New Jerseyans pulling over to the side of the road and getting another car to look at what apparently was just a blimp. <laughs> another person posted, posted yet another viral video claiming that it was a UFO. He said, this is literally a fucking UFO. They all said fucking. I'm not kidding. It's just floating. The ship was close to it. Went up. A light was shining from it like a beam. This shit, it's just fucking flat and it was moving in circles. <laughs> well, it soon became apparent that the blimp was indeed not a flying spacecraft. And it was disproved and there were a lot of disappointed New Jerseyans. I mean, it goes so slow. Like Somebody how, on there was like, all you had to do was zoom in on your camera to see that it was clearly a Goodyear blimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just shows where we're at. I know. They ended with, oh, the amount of dumb in New Jersey. Not you if you're listening from New Jersey. You're like the exception. Yeah. But you know. That means you I know. I mean, yeah, you know. You know. All right. There you go. That's your world great. <laughs> it's a fucking UFO. It's a fucking UFO up there. I have the worst New Jersey accent. Forget about it. Um, Don't. No, it's terrible. Uh, so you, do you want to know why Aunt Viv left? Oh, boy. It was after the third season. It wasn't the first season. It was, it was after the third season. They switched out Aunt Vivs. And it was because, supposedly, because she got pregnant and they were going to write that into, the, into it. But really... It's because her and Will Smith did not see eye to eye, and her contract got canceled. Ooh. Will Smith got her like why Shannon Doherty got kicked out of every single show she's been she was on, basically because people didn't like her. Yeah, well, apparently Will Smith did not like the first Aunt Viv, so um, she had to go. I'm trying to that's see why if... he brought in second Aunt Viv. I'm trying to see if life goes on if they actually did change pages. I'm pretty sure that they did. It's always weird when they do that, like. I mean, obviously there are reasons you have to do that sometimes and whatever stuff happens, but it it does kind of like take it away a little bit. Oh, yeah. You have the same people. Oh, it does get distracting. It's like seeing a band with a new lead singer. It's like, yeah, that's not, that's not really, uh, that's not really Van Halen though. That's Sammy Hagar. All right, well, maybe Paige wasn't replaced. Maybe I am thinking of Life Goes On. I've got them all mixed up now. <gasps> no, I, th- I mean, I think I'm thinking of the Wonder Years. There were two. Two, oh. What was the older sister on Wonder Years? What was her name? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Karen. Karen. Okay. Yeah, there were two of them. Okay. All right. I'm pretty sure. You know, I went down a weird Fred Savage Wikipedia hole uh, the other day. Because he's producing a new version of the Wonder Years. Really? Yeah, it's set in the same time frame, only from a black family. Interesting. So it's set during the same exact time frame. I think a different city, but... Um, and just showcasing what they go through, like same kind of setup, like kids and and uh, he's executive producing it. That's amazing. I would absolutely watch that. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be. That was required but... family viewing on Sunday. Was it Sunday nights or Wednesday nights? I don't remember what nights it was, but definitely watched it. I remember watching the uh, series finale uh, when we lived in Seattle and crying in the pantry at the. I won't say in case you haven't seen the Wonder Years, but at the last episode. <laughs> I was so upset and I didn't have anywhere to hide. So I was just sitting there. Just like, <laughs> I yeah. vividly remember standing in the pantry in our house. In yeah. Seattle, well, and that sobbing. was Marilyn Manson's first role. What? Paul. Oh, shut <laughs> up. All right. <laughs> Do you remember that rumor? Yes, I totally remember. But that I mean, rumor. when that came out, everybody was like, Believed no, yeah. but I'm going to Google it and double check. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be that amazing if time. that actor dressed as Marilyn Manson for Halloween? 
oh, I hope that he has at some point. That would be pretty good. That would be amazing. And Marilyn Manson dressed like Paul from Wonder Years. Oh, you got to get them both together. <sighs> and then they hang out together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you look at Paul, the Wonder Years, it autocorrects to Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing for a long time. I'm sure there's still a lot of people that believe that. <laughs> that was Like, who started that? Wow, Somebody you know somewhere started that. Paul quit acting to go to Yale and later law school. He's currently senior counsel with the law firm. Not good for him. Yeah. Oh, he was at Harvard. Oh, wait, no, that's his character. He went to Yale in real life. Oh. Good for him. Made it out of being a child actor and didn't screw up his life or become completely messed up. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, wish me luck. I'm going to go get ready for a very awkward afternoon. Oh, that's so great. So <laughs> glorious. So... I really wish I could see just the looks on everybody's faces. Like, there's no way you can wear a hidden camera, can you? Oh, God, no. Okay. No, no, no. That's not legal? It is very much not legal, okay. and I wouldn't do that. Right. But I will regale you with tales. Okay. Yeah, I want to find out tomorrow. I want to find out what's going to happen, too, but I have to be a part of it. Because I wish that it was happening to somebody oh, else, so somebody else would be telling me that I wouldn't have to be telling man. you. <laughs> oh, it looks awesome. No, I mean, I don't even know what's going to happen, so uh, wish me luck. So good. I wonder what that, what extent they're going to go to. I don't know. I don't they know. fake a haunting? I don't know. Oh, get away. <laughs> All right, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye.